This is the Collective Ambition Podcast. Hey, what's going on? Leon here. And in this episode, I want to talk about the content diet that I'm currently doing, which is where I have made uh, a commitment this week, uh, specifically, also before then, uh, roughly, but this week specifically, I said, okay, this week, the only thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to consume content that is an audiobook or a blog that is really high quality, but usually just audiobook or a book, and only when I'm actually taking notes and I implement it immediately. So it has to be very, very relevant, actually the most relevant thing to what I'm doing right now. So no books, podcasts, or articles about hey, I want to know about this thing, or I want to know more about this thing, or hey, this title sounds interesting, I'll just listen to that episode. Why am I doing it? Uh, If you listen to this podcast, chances are, if I'm uh, reaching my right target audience, chances are you already have an up and running business, Um, you're not someone that is just getting started, uh, and you are someone who is disciplined, someone who's already taken action, not someone who's thinking about maybe taking action at some point. And I've seen it with so many guys like that, and uh, entrepreneurs and whoever uh, that uh, they they get into that they start taking action they start getting results and they realize all this content that I'm consuming all these super interesting super important to read books are actually just a distraction from me doing something that uh, is really productive and I already know most of the things that sounds a bit cocky but you can you can mention any, any concept and I've probably heard of it. I've probably know, I probably know the gist of it, all right? Whether that's something health related, I, like I know the 80-20 of it, right? So for me to consume something, it's usually repetition and it is oftentimes just noise. Like just noise that's not important right now. Like there's so many times where I've listened to something or I read a book and then I was like, oh yeah, I need to do that now. And then I started doing that and then I realized it's actually not that important. And then I, I was just scattered in my focus. So that's why what I'm doing now is I only consume something if I know that is, that, that is the most important thing right now and I will implement it immediately. And I will take notes and I will actually learn deeply. So what I do with books, for example, right now is I don't even read the whole books anymore. Oftentimes what I do or I shouldn't say oftentimes, pretty much every time now, is before I even consider buying a book, it has usually been recommended to me by a friend, by someone who said, hey, this is really something that you should read right now because I think it helps you with the problem or the challenge that you have right now. Um, And then I read multiple summaries on the internet before I actually consider buying it. Because oftentimes, from the summary, these are... (laughs) the most important things. That's all you need to know. And oftentimes these authors, they need to fill a book before they can publish it. So for example, uh, the book, The One Thing, there's some really cool concepts in there, multiple ones. Uh, you need to focus on the most important thing always. You block your time to do that most important thing, block four hours in the, in the beginning of the day. And then um, you want to reverse engineer your goals. So look at your vision and your 10-year goal based on that. Choose a three-year goal based on that, a one-year goal based on that, 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 until you get to today and right now. What you do, re- need to do right now is the most important thing right now. That's the summary. You don't need to book, read the book anymore. Unless I realize, okay, that book is actually 
it seems really interesting. I want to dive more into it. I want to hear more examples of how that works. So I think actually the one thing is a good book to read because it's not too long and um, it gets to the point. It's very, very impactful if you implement it, just like everything. Um, but yeah, that's the summary. And oftentimes I realize, hey, that's, <laughs> that's it. You just need to read the summary and you know everything. And then the, the best value that you can get is actually by implementing what you read in that summary immediately. So immediately setting up a system or making a commitment or uh, something like when you read a book about habits how to improve your habits or let's say you listen to the last episode that i recorded then what you want to do immediately is sit down and actually do the things that uh, i talked about in the book look at your habits look at the systems that you've built around your habits and improve them remove obstacles include obstacles for the things that you want to avoid and um, learning is only when you actually change your behavior Learning is not knowing about something or remembering something. That's not learning. That's just theory. That's just remembering of information. You've only learned when you actually change your behavior, when you have changed something actual in your life, your identity or whatever. Otherwise, you haven't learned it. <laughs> like, there's so many people that, that know so much. They think they're entrepreneurs. Why, like I actually know someone who... <laughs> Who considers himself an entrepreneur and talks as if he was an entrepreneur and always gives advice on how other people should run their business but he has had a full-time job his whole life uh, hopefully a job that he enjoys so no judgment there but dude you don't have any experience you don't know what you're talking about like stop giving advice but he has read many books so he knows a lot so um, it holds no value there are so many times where I have struggled with a problem and I looked it up, I listened to a podcast, I read a book about it, only to realize, hey, wait a second, I've watched that video before, <laughs> I've listened to that podcast before, and I already have notes about this topic in my Google Drive from many different sources. So I already know the information. <laughs> I know what's up. And then even while I watch it, there's nothing new in there because I've, I've seen it already. It makes sense, right? Um, <clears throat> so what if instead of reading 50 books this year, oh, the average CEO reads 50 books a year. Okay, cool. Good for the average CEO. Um, instead of doing that, what if instead you read, let's say, quote unquote, only 10 books or maybe only five books. But these five books are the best books that you find out there. For example, The Power of Now, a book that I'm going to read every year because it reminds me of the importance of living in the present moment. And listening, actually listening to that is very helpful, even if you already know the concepts because it deepens your understanding of it every time. Uh, it's really interesting. So instead of reading a new book, which is not that important, that topic I know will be important for the rest of my life. And that book is incredible. There's so many lives that were changed by that book. Um, no doubt. So what if uh, you read that every year? Or a different book that is really impactful, that talks about really profound topics. Because nowadays, every fucking idiot is an author. Self-published, best-selling author on Amazon in some weird categories uh, that gets you the, the name tag, best-selling author. Like, I know so many guys who have published books, uh, or pe people in general, not just guys. And you meet them in real life and you're just like, you're an author, really? You seem like, I don't know, you don't seem like an author because you, you're not that smart. 
Like, uh, yeah, it's easy to fill a book. It really is, especially when you're someone who just read a ton of books and then writes his own book. And it's just a wishy-washy version of the profound books that you've read. So yeah, looks like the, the whole name tag of best-selling author has completely lost its authority by now, which to me it has. But um, yeah, really that content died. And then I recently read a, a summary of the talent code. Actually, not recently, but yesterday. And while I was reading the summary, I was taking notes in my Google Drive. So I took notes from the summary and made a summary of the summary, which is the most, which were the most crucial things. And then I went through them and immediately implemented, okay, what can I take from this? And it took me uh, half an hour. I actually uh, set up a timer, half an hour to get through the summary distill it into the most important things for me right now that is relevant to me and then implement it immediately and I will implement that which is what I've learned is okay the most talented people or the, the ones that learn the fastest who seem talented what they do is every time they practice they push the boundaries of what they think is possible for them and they choose a specific problem or challenge that they want to work on let's say you're a copywriter you want to practice a certain uh, skill of copywriting. Let's say you practice the skill of writing a sentence that makes the reader want to read the next sentence because that's one of the key skills of copywriting. So if you practice that, uh, you just focus on that for a week and you just practice that and you suck at it and you want to run into problems and then that's what you do. If you keep doing that, you learn so much faster by actually making mistakes, by struggling, by having to stop, by having to slow down, instead of doing the same thing over and over again. There are so many people that keep doing the same thing and they keep, uh, yeah, they keep repeating what they've learned years ago and they don't really get better because they're not pushing their boundaries. So that's the summary. And I've immediately implemented that to the content that I want to create. Every time I want to I work on that more, I want to, okay, figure out how can I make this better? How can I be more structured? How can I add a story into it so I get better at storytelling? And uh, yeah, things like that. For example, with my YouTube channel that I've recently started with the little sketches that I do, where it's like little parody and comedy sketches of about things that are happening in the entrepreneur scene. And um, what can I learn about editing? How can I make the editing better? How can I make the jokes better? How can I create a story and a, a, a deeper character that people can identify with more. So I've just simply put that into my workflow. The step number one that I do before brainstorming a video like that is, okay, what am I gonna work on this time? Where, I'm gonna push, where am I gonna push the boundaries this time? So yeah, and I didn't need to read the book. And if you also see that, hey, I'm consuming a lot of stuff, but I'm not taking that much action. That might be very, very <laughs> helpful for you as well. Another thing I've noticed is that I tend to, I tend to always have something that I'm listening to. I'm constantly consuming. I co constantly have a podcast in my ears, or used to, uh, for example, on my way to the cafe where I'm working from, or while I'm working out, or whatever, when I'm cooking, when I'm eating, always consuming something. And it was just complete overload. And I would feel a lot more anxious. 
a lot more distracted because it's easy to go from one platform to the next or let's say you watch something on YouTube and then you click the next one and then you are in the rabbit hole of binge watching YouTube. Um, and my, my brain would just be overwhelmed. So what I'm doing now is I am, instead of consuming content, I'm creating content. And instead of consuming, I'm just doing nothing. So if you want to try that as well, before you do that, maybe you want to read one more book, which is called uh, Digital Minimalism from the guy that also wrote Deep Work. Um, and it basically talks about that topic, about that, how we're constantly stimulated and we are getting completely addicted to it. We're getting completely addicted to constantly be stimulated by a podcast, by a funny meme on Instagram, by a YouTube video while we're watching, uh, while we're eating something. So what's the last time you, when's the last time you actually ate something without consuming anything? You just ate. Um, and what happens is that we don't have that downtime anymore because back in the days before podcasts were invented, I think podcasts really made the huge difference where you're constantly stimulated, um, or let's say at least headphones, then people stopped being bored. You always, you were always able to consume something and we were bored a lot. Actually, if you look back at your childhood, I was bored so many times where I'm like, all right, my friend can't come out today and we can't play. What am I gonna do now? I'm not allowed to play video games right now. My mom won't let me. Like this was when I, when I was in elementary school and I would just be bored. <laughs> and uh, he makes a point that it's actually super important to come up with creativity, to yeah, have ideas, to have clarity. And I'm realizing that so much, I'm so much calmer right now because I meditate in the morning, just as always. And then after that, I'm not being stimulated immediately again. So I'm way calmer, way more creative, and things just seem easier because there's less input. And you don't need much input. Chances are, if you're listening to this, you already know enough. You know the 80-20 of most things. And everything you add onto it, it's just you marketing, you getting some marketing from someone, thinking that it's just pure value, which oftentimes it's not. And it's just complicating things. It's just complicating things. The 80-20 of business is have a great product that people will pay for that solves a solution, uh, solves a problem, that is a solution to a problem. And then find some way of marketing that. And there's many ways. Um, and you only need to find one that really works well. You don't need to do all, the, all of those things. One is enough. Um, that's it. That's business 101. But how many business podcasts are there? And yes, they're helpful, but are they the most important thing right now? And why would you do anything else other than the most important thing? So yeah, that's just something I'm doing right now and that you might want to consider as well. So when you're creating, when you are consuming content, consume something that is currently a resource that can give you a solution to the biggest problem that you have right now. The one thing that if you change that, everything else becomes easier or unnecessary. For example, for many people that is having a better product that people actually care about or that gets better results instead of trying to find 10 different ways to market their product. Because once they improve their product, the marketing gets so much easier because <laughs> people start referring uh, clients to you. 
because they get such great results. Um, but it's easier to do 10 little things than one really big thing because it feels like you're doing more. Um, there's one more thing that I wanted to add to it. Uh, slipped my mind right now. Oh yeah, um, basically I believe that the people that are, let's say, ordinary and the people that are great, what also uh, makes them um, makes the difference between these two is that the ones that are ordinary they're consumers and the ones that are extraordinary they are the creators they want to create something new like who who's ever achieved something great by consuming something of course it's important to learn the 80 20 to learn the really important stuff from the best people not from best-selling Amazon authors but from actually wise people but then the rest of it is just creating just pumping stuff out like just working on your craft getting better and better and better you don't need to know more every content that you consume is just a distraction from the most important thing that you should be doing right now or just a distraction of the bad emotions that you feel inside where it's just you don't want to be present right now because you feel bad and you want to distract yourself probably also while listening to this right now. <laughs> um, so yeah, also something I've noticed is when you don't consume stuff, it's, it can be really hard. <laughs> you can really feel like, oh, I really want to listen to something right now. I've got nothing to do. I'm sitting here by myself and it's so boring. And I'm, I don't know, I feel kind of anxious almost. Yeah, you feel anxiety. But then just sitting with that and um, letting it subside. So. I want to help you do that now if you are up for the challenge and um, yeah remember you don't need more stuff you don't need more information you chances are you already know everything that you need to know okay so i'm signing off and i'll see you in the next episode